Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. Mr. Micah. Hello, hello, Mr. Mark. How are you, sir? Doing well, just getting set up here as I finish my mashed potatoes, the last of our Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh, that's perfect, man. That's perfect. Mashed potatoes. You can't you can't go wrong with mashed potatoes, man. You know, for years my uh, father-in-law has cooked the meals, but my wife decided to, uh, without telling them, go a little head-to-head with them, and the mashed potatoes she made are like head and shoulders better like above and creamier, beyond everything and i was blown away because her dad makes some good mashed potatoes but right right well she she basically probably learned from that and uh kind of added her own flair so to speak is what i'm guessing yeah no i completely agree but anyway uh how are you man since the last time we talked oh boy um you know um thanks for sending me those episodes uh, that's uh yeah. it's it actually um just listening to that first one there, I, I listened to almost all of it, and uh, it's definitely helped. Um, it, it kind of kind of addresses a little bit of where I'm at right now. Hey, Mason's here. Sweet. Right on. The light's on as well, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm on a north face. And hey, Mason, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, good, sir. Doing well. Sorry about the fuzzy sock here. It's actually... It's actually one of my um, unidirectional microphones for my studio. So, no yeah. worries. I'm I'm uh, I'm coming from the gym. I tried I tried to get uh, tried to get here in time, but I wasn't. Uh, I'm the type of guy to forget the forget to start the dryer. So. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's. Hey man, blame the condition, dude. Memory problems. <laughs> what the hell, dude? I forgot. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Well. You know, to a degree, I guess you can be uh, allowed to uh, do that once in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you you don't want to become the boy who cried wolf. You don't. Wanna, no, you definitely don't. You you don't want to be that guy. You really don't. Yeah, yeah. It was like that when you're a parent too. When you've got a little little one, babies are the perfect excuse to get out of a party early. <laughs> We have a two-year-old. It's amazing. It is amazing, man. Is it? it? Is amazing. Yeah, Oops, yeah. Just trying to Perfect tool. Perfect tool. It's like, oh, baby's tired. Baby, baby's got to be changed. Fussy. We got to go. It's oh, a time. So many ways to get out of an uncomfortable situation when you have a child. I'm hoping. I'm. I'm. I'm hoping that's that's a little far down the road. I think I'm a little young to. Literally, I'm gonna be jumping that gun. We're on different ends of the spectrum as as far as adulthood when it comes to that man. So <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it at all. I wouldn't yeah. worry about it at all. So yeah, yeah. Um, um, Mark just kind of introduced us a little bit there. We really didn't, uh, we didn't really go into detail too much. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 48. Um, my epilepsy didn't fully develop until April of 2019 when I started getting the, the grandma grandmas with the tonoclonics and stuff. Okay. Um, but it turns out I have had them 
pretty much my whole life um, based off of what my neurologist and I have found through discussion, through um, a little bit of research and, and testing yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I've had focal comp, what are they called? The complex partials uh, where yeah. you get the auras and the rotten egg smell, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had those as long as I could remember, but um, Mark probably know. knows too. Yeah. Back in the seventies, no one mm -hmm. knew, knew what they were. It's like, Oh, he's yeah. a space case. Exactly. Yeah. That's um, where we, that's where I look out, you know, right. Uh, in today's society and our, uh, our medical advances, come on, come yeah. on. Yeah, they've I've been actually. So lucky. I've had, you know, questions answered, some questions not answered, and that's okay, but definitely, definitely just so lucky to be in the, in the space that I am right now, especially with right. all the great doctors. And yeah, it's been incredible for sure. It, the, the pace at which they're discovering things now that the DNA sequencing is, is kind of come around um, the human genome being mapped. There's so many critically scientific advances, but not only that, and I think Mark can attest to this much more so than any of us here on this uh, conversation, but the psychology, the psychiatry of it is actually being taken more seriously now. I, I don't know. How do you feel about it, Mark? No, I agree with that, especially for like uh, NES. But uh, to Mason's point, it, you're right. The medical advancements are uh, significant. What also comes into play at that point, though, is kind of the hope. I mean, if you heard Mason's point of view and attitude is very grateful. I mean, that that's a positive mindset that helps people's mental health. And when we're talking about epilepsy, we know it can be bidirectional in terms of depression, that type of stuff, increasing chances of seizures so, you know, yeah. even the medical advancements have those impacts on our, our psychology, on our mental health. Yeah. And that positive mindset is, is really the only way that we're going to succeed, <laughs> even if we didn't have uh, epilepsy, but even more so when we've been diagnosed. And I, I think, I mean, even, even today I can be positive, but tomorrow there can just be something that sends me into a rut, you know, and I think that happens to all of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that happens yeah. to all of us, but, um, Definitely within the past year or two, uh, not necessarily coming to terms, uh -huh. but understanding that there are certain things in life that you will not be able to control. So right. uh, trying to get past that roadblock for me was definitely um, the biggest part because when I first started having them when I was 13, um, we knew, we knew nothing. We knew absolutely nothing. My first seizure, they thought I, it was because I, my potassium levels were low. And then the second one, and then six months after that and three months and they started to cut. And so, uh, it was, and then, you know, starting at 13, of course you're hitting puberty as if that wasn't hard enough, <laughs> you know, you gotta throw that in there, but yeah, then, you know, you go off to college and then my girlfriend broke up with me. So it was like, you know, that's when you get introduced to, to like alcohol and stuff. And they just kind of, but you know that when you reach the lowest point, like, I think you recognize like, this is the lowest point I've ever been at. And right. uh, you're able to like, 
hopefully, hopefully use that as motivation to to um, change your outlook. Hopefully. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done.